Praise the Lord, this is Evangelist Julius Adewumi of the Gospel Distribution Ministry. Today I want to bring my message from the book of Revelation chapter 12 to talk about the, the three kinds of believers that will be manifesting at the end of the world, at the end of this world. The Lord Jesus Christ gave us this parable also in Matthew chapter 25 alluding to what I'm preaching in this chapter 12 in a moment I know that in many 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 Bible scholars have their own different opinion of what Revelation chapter 12 symbolized but they listen to what the Lord has revealed to us and I will start from first telling you about the parable in Matthew chapter 25 of the of the parable of the ten virgins and compare that to, to point to the fact that there are three classes of believers at this end time that the Lord Jesus Christ has prophesied that is at the end time there will be three classes of believers and those groups of believers also are represented in the book of Revelation chapter 12 and also we can also see it in the book of Revelation chapter 3 where the Lord actually begins to give promises of the overcomers what each overcomer will receive and we can see that the overcomers that were listed in the book of Revelation chapter 3 they actually are representing the three kinds of believers at this end time that will be running in parallel until the end of the world now let's go ahead and read the parable of the ten virgins in Matthew chapter 25 and read along with me here this is the Lord Jesus Christ says then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom and five of them were wise and five were foolish they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps while the bridegroom tarried they all slumbered and slept the first group of people you said are the wise virgins they were the group of believers represented as the wise virgins that had oil and also have reservoir of oil then we have the other group of believers called the foolish virgins so when you might ask me where is the third group of believers now the third group are the people that make the cry they were not sleeping the Bible says at midnight there was a cry made behold the bridegroom come and go ye out to meet him so that is the truth the, the third group of people in this parable and this mystery group of people that make the cry you may say they will have to be few like uh, just the watcher they are the one person perhaps or two watching compared to the five virgins and the five other foolish virgins in this story so now I want you to put that on one side of your of your mind that there are three groups of believers represented in this or three groups of washers you may call it there, is a, there are some washers that are not sleeping then they have the wise virgins they also came to await the bridegroom and then you have the foolish virgins that have no reservoir of oil now that is saying that at the end of the world there will be three group of kinds of believers that will be running in parallel now let's go to Revelation chapter 12 where I actually want to re uh, describe today and we see the same categories of believers at this time. I am pointing this to you that in the book, the book of Revelation chapter 12 is actually symbolizing the church 
at the end time the church of the church of Christ at the end time because some people could have said this may represent Israel no this is not representing Israel here. and I will point to you in this in this image here let's read on he said and there appeared a great wonder in heaven a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and upon her head a crown of 12 stars right away that crown of 12 stars was what put some people off and they thought it must be representing Israel as 12 tribes of Israel but no this also is representing the 12 apostles of the lamb that started the church of the living God so that is why I believe and the Lord has revealed to us this is representing the church the Gentile church at the same time which is actually not for the same time only but is the Gentile church is represented by this woman from the beginning to the end of the Gentile church now he said and she being with child cried traveling in bath and pained to be delivered and there appeared another wonder in heaven and behold a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his heads now let me stop right there and explain this to you look at this red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and compare it with the same dragon that will be revealed in the book of Revelation chapter or the, the beast that will be revealed in Revelation chapter 17 where the the all was sitting that beast also have seven heads and ten horns so the word of God is single it's a single thing and if you say what, what about these seven heads and ten horns in Revelation chapter 17 symbolize the beast that was carrying the mystery Babylon the great whatever that beast represent is also represented in this dragon that was in chapter 12 verse 3 you may say well it's the devil yes it's the devil but it's actually talking about the devil's kingdom the kingdom of the devil because you always, always see that in the bible in the book of Daniel God uses beasts to represent kingdoms of the world when he was pointing to in the book of Daniel chapter 7, chapter 8, chapter 9 you see all the manifestation of the beast representing the the, the Medio-Persian Empire and then another one representing the, the 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 kingdom of Alexander the Great of the Grecian Empire and then you saw the Roman Empire the same way this dragon even representing the devil is actually the satanic kingdom that is actually ruling upon the earth which is also why it has 7, 8 and 10 horns okay now and he says seven crowns upon his head now when he said there this beast was standing before the and before the woman to persecute to 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 kill the to kill the the child that was to be born let's read on in verse 4 and this dragon still drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth and the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to devour a child as soon as it was born now so you can see that this dragon was actually ready to persecute this woman I know, I know that some, some other preachers have thought this is representing when Jesus Christ appeared in heaven and the devil was was beaten down out of the sky before the world was created this is not representing that this is not representing that at all why because the book of Revelation was said to be a future from the time it was written the, in the book of Revelation chapter 4 Apostle John was called up and said come up here and I will show you things that will be hereafter 
not here, not things that are past, but things that will be hereafter. So this revenge of the twelve was prophetic of the future from the time of Apostle John. So this was talking of the church manifesting at the end of the world, ready to give birth. And what do you mean by the church of Christ giving birth? That will be the manifestation of the sons of God at the end time. Because these are the first fruits that will come out of the body of believers. And this is why my preaching all along I've been talking about first fruits which you see in Revelation chapter 14. And also this is pointing that this church, the body of Christ worldwide at the same time, out of this body of Christ will come forth this man shall that will be represented, that is representing the first fruits of God. Which I also pointed to you that the whole creature traveling, waiting on for the manifestation of the sons of God was pointing to the same thing. These sons of God that will be the first fruit that will arrive at the stature of the fullness of Christ first will be manifested and God will have to take them out of this planet unto heaven for them to do a work for God. And what work are they going to do? The first work to do, you will see it in this chapter 12. Because the dragon knew that his time is, if these first fruits are manifested, that will be the doom for the dragon, for the, for the devil, for Satan. Because they were going to beat the devil out of the heavenlies. Now let's go on and read on because that was why they were, they were the target for Satan. This group of believers were the target for Satan. And you see the woman, the woman that was the church was not really the target for Satan. Otherwise, if, what, what does it matter for an enemy if you wanted to kill a baby that is to be born? She could have killed the woman and the baby together. But this is symbolizing that the baby that is to be born has, has some meaning to this dragon. And that means the dragon was afraid of this baby to be born, which actually is the bands of believers that will be in the first fruits unto God. And the dragon wanted to destroy them before they were even born. Or if they ever come out, they don't want to get rid of them. So that will be the reason for the for the cataclysmic um, confrontation that will be taking place between the between the dragon and the and the and the body of believers. Now, what you have to notice is this: the Bible said the woman was traveling in birth. What is the traveling? Was it because of the presence of the dragon that is causing the woman to travel? No, because of the baby being formed. And ready to give birth in the woman is always the cause of the, tra of the travail. The travail is internal to the woman. And what does that symbolize to the body of believers? In the household of faith right now, worldwide, God is doing a work to bring these bands of believers to fruition. God is, is moving in the midst of believers. What is God doing that is making the, causing the travail? The highly Elevated faith, faithful believers, those that have high faith, are being pressurized by God because God is bringing them on and God's hand himself is dealing with them to bring them to the fullness of the stature of Christ, to the fullness of obedience, sub submissiveness and yieldedness to the Holy Ghost. And what God was doing to make this happen to these bands of believers worldwide, those whom he has his hand upon, was to put a lot of pressure like torments. Like, like pressure, physical pressure, spiritual pressure for them that to, to, that will make them be fasting and praying more and that make them to be completely crying unto God all the time because of the heavy hand of God upon them. And these are bands of ministers or bands of believers that are 
growing into the full into the stature of prophets for God and God has been doing this for the past 30 years or more and this is going to climax in the end very soon at the, as we go on closer to the end of the of the of the age until God manifested this group and they are classified as to be about 144,000 God as Yaman and when God was preparing these people he was preparing them using the even the hands of the devil to prepare them persecution oppression oppression affliction that God is allowing to make them travel more to make them yield more to the Holy Ghost because as the enemy pressurizes them the Holy Ghost move upon them to get them to be able to subdue the devil and that is what God is going what is taking place and because it's, that is within the body of believers serious great ministers that are going through travel going through trials going through sickness and affliction going through torment from the enemy that is going on and look and see where is our power of prayer where is our power of faith why, why is the devil having some impact upon the bands of believers why are the afflictions coming up upon the bands of believers why are great men and faithful men finding their faith not seems to be not working because God is preparing them to bring them to a fullness of the stature of Christ a fullness of obedience to him yieldedness and the hand of God is upon this elect few worldwide that God is touching and God is moving and God is preparing and that is what is going on that is causing the travail in the woman by why we say travail in the woman means the body of the church itself is not manifesting what we want to manifest the church itself seems to be troubled within because the great powers of God are not being manifested yet and these men of faith are being tormented and look like the devil is bombarding people internally in the body of believers and God himself is allowing it to bring these people to fruition and that in a nutshell what I have just described to you is the traveling that is going on in the body of Christ and the devil is also standing by to, to destroy this body of band of believers because the devil could see the hand of God preparing them and that is going on but now let's see what's going to take place immediately as they will be born what do you mean by they will be born when they will come to that fullness of the stature of Christ when God is done with them they will be taken out of him but while they were still being prepared while they are still being formed while they are still being prepared to get to the to the yieldedness state that God wants the devil is raging and roaring and moving around to destroy to attack to cause all those trouble that is causing the traveling in the woman now in verse 5 let's go on and she brought forth a man child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron and a child was caught up unto God and to his throne now this verse 5 many people have thought this is talking about Jesus Christ manifesting in heaven for the first time no 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 this represents the bands of believers that God called the first fruits they are the people that are and Christ is the head of them you have to remember that so that does not remove Christ from the from the equation Christ is the head of the church but like you see in the book of Revelation chapter 14 you will see they said this first fruits follow the lamb whithersoever he goeth so they become like one one person so that body of believers are the people that will rule all nations with the rod of iron and you will see in Revelation chapter 3 and chapter 2 oh, which group of believers God has given the promise that they will rule the nation with the rod of iron Christ has given this promise to the church of Thyatira and when you say Thyatira that's actually symbolizing an age or a group of believers that will be classified that will be falling into that category of of overcomers to the church of Thyatira he said they will rule the nations with a rod of iron 
and also you see in the book of Revelation to the Laodicean age he also told them that they will sit with him in his throne as he also overcame so these are the people that are going to rule with God and sit on the throne with God okay now that is just in a nutshell telling you who are who are classified in this group of the manshal the way we say the manshal this baby that was born actually is representing this band of believers that will overcome that will come to the fullness of the stature of Christ first the first fruits and then they also will torpedo the devil they will overthrow the devil I want you to take note of that now let's go on and go on to this because I wanted to point to you in chapter 12 of Rebuka Revelation I want to point to you the fact that there are different classification of believers three groups of believers manifested in this Revelation chapter 12 and that's what I want to point to you yeah let's go on and in verse 6 said, and the woman after the born child was born the woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared of God that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and three score days now that shows that the woman now after the woman after the baby is out of the woman that woman is representing the church and I'm saying the three classes of believers in Matthew chapter 25 that we just read called the, the people that make the cry that falls into the category of this man shall the people that are not sleeping they make the cry then the wise virgins and then the foolish virgins and you are going to see in this chapter 12 the other group of believers that fall into the other classification and let's go on he said then there was war in heaven Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not neither was their place found anymore in heaven and the great dragon was cast out that old serpent now telling us what who that dragon really is is the Satan that was behind it all but it is actually he's going to also use the governments of the world in persecution he's using the governments of the world the kingdoms of this darkness the kingdom of darkness to persecute and the great dragon was cast out that old serpent called the devil and Satan which deceived the whole world he was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him and I heard a loud voice saying in heaven now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ now you can see that in verse 10 nullify the the interpretation that some people have thinking that this war was the war when Christ was born in heaven no this war is is the future war of when the saints took over the heavenly for the and and knock and, and knock down the devil and his enemy and his and his and his angels from the air. Where we are, they are called the 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 angels of Michael. Michael, being the archangel of God, is enlisting bands of believers into that army. We say where they are supposed to be angels. Now, when you look at the book of Revelation, you will see that even the angel that was revealing this thing to John in many places said that he was one of your brethren, the prophets. So God has begun to use even the the prophets of God that have passed on God has begun to use them as like angels just like Christ said that we shall be as angels in the end and that is God what God is doing here and so the bounds of believers first fruits that will go up will be in the army of Michael along with the spiritual angels because we always angels of God always fight for the sins along with the spiritual angels they will knock down the devil out of the heavens and that was why the Bible said I heard a loud voice saying now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ and for the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night now see how we overcame this dragon 
and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives unto the death therefore rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them woe to be to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea for the devil is come down unto you having great wrath because he knows that he has but a short time now that is the beginning of the end for satan because from there on the devil is is done now verse 13 and when the dragon saw that he was cast unto the earth he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man's child now there's going to be a persecution at the end of this world i know that a lot of preachers have thought this persecution is talking about persecution against israel as a nation and people have been thinking there will be another region of the the armies of the world against Jerusalem, the physical Jerusalem and the Israelites will have to run to a place called Petra where they will be hiding. All of those are just some some interpretation that does not describe this chapter twelve. This persecution actually is going to be for the end time, also for the saints. There will be another persecution for the saints before the rapture. And the first fruits are taken away. The woman fled because the persecution is mounted against the woman. When the dragon is persecuted, it's going to use the governments of the world. That is the time of the Antichrist that you people have heard about. In the book of Revelation chapter 13, the next chapter of this, in this revelation, you will see the Antichrist manifesting and persecuting the whole world of believers that will not receive the mark. And that is being represented here that the woman was, was being protected by the remnant of her seed in verse 14. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place, where she is nourished for a time, and times, and half a time from the face of the serpent. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth, and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. Now, and the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Now, you can see this is talking about the believers, the Christians, will be persecuted at the end time. Now, one thing I want to point out to you is to see that. For example, this America, this United States of America was founded when people were fleeing from Europe. They were fleeing persecution by the Roman Catholic system that was persecuting the Protestants in the days, in the, in the earlier centuries. And then many the pilgrims migrated to this part of the world, which was like a wilderness in those days. And that is the beginning of that part of migration too. And it will go on until the end of the world, people being persecuted, running away to the west. In the day of the end, that's exactly what is going to happen again. And this is continuing, it's going to continue until the end of the world. But what we are saying here now is that the, the dragon went against the remnant of the woman's seed, which keep the testimony of God, the commandment of God, and the testimony of Jesus Christ. So now let's look at the three categories of believers here. In this book of Revelation chapter 12, like I said earlier in the beginning, the three categories of believers will be running concurrently till the end of time, till the end of the world. And we can see them in this Revelation chapter 12. They are the, the man shall is the first category, will be the highest order of believers, highest in faith. And they come to, the, to be first fruits first. And then we see the woman clothed with the sun itself, which is the bands of believers, the church itself. And they were protected in one form or another by a guard from the dragon, by form of hiding from the persecution. And you can see why the bands of believers that migrated in the, in the generations gone by, they, were, they have this 
American continent to become like a, a kind of protection from the persecution in those generations. Uh, that will continue to the end of the world. That's all I will say about that. And then at the end also we say the remnant of the seed of the woman which we the rest of the unbelievers will be the lower caliber of faith in the household of faith. And they are persecuted worldwide. He said, make war with the remnant of our sea which keep the commandments of God and, the and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Even in this America also there will be this persecution. So that God will have to protect some people by supernatural means. But there will be persecution worldwide that will be that you also see in chapter 13. Where the Antichrist began to persecute and give the mark to the whole world. And those who do not receive the mark will be persecuted. And that has been revealed here. And let's look again in the book of Revelation chapter three and see the same category of believers. The three categories that were given the the promises in the room chapter three are also representing these three categories of believers at the end time. And they run concurrently till the end of the world. You see the church of Sardis is written in chapter three of Revelation chapter three verse one. And the overcomers were promised that he that overcome it will be clothed in white ribbon and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. Now you can tell me that if they don't overcome in that church of Sardis, they are automatically wiped out of the book of life because that was the lowest thing if they overcome they will not be blotted out of the book of life that actually is representing the bands of believers that will be persecuted at the end of time and those who overcome will be those who do not deny Christ because if anyone deny Christ on the time of persecution they automatically just lose their salvation because their name will be removed out of the book of life just like the word of God said anyone that is overcoming in the church of Sardis. So this church of Sardis is not actually representing the church in the, in the, in the city called Sardis. This is representing, is a prophetic representation of the, the generation of believers that will fall into the category of being, if they deny Christ, they will be taken out of the bounds of, uh, out of the name, out of the life, book of life. But if they do not deny Christ, they will be included in the white remnant. That is a band, a group of believers, also at the end of time will fall into that category. And they believe in justification, but they have to grow higher. Now you see the church in the Philadelphia. That represented the church that Christ said he will protect. You can see that in, in Revelation chapter 3 from verse 7. Verse 10 said, Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world, to try them that dwell upon the earth. Now that is where God gave the promise he will keep them from the hour of temptation. What hour of temptation are we talking about? When the Antichrist will persecute in the world, some believers will be protected by God supernaturally or in some wilderness where they will not be hurt, even though they did not receive the mark. And those are the people that are represented in this the church of Philadelphia because God promised to protect them because they were faithful. And that is representing that woman clothed with the son that had anointing but they ran away from the dragon and God protected them in the wilderness as Revelation chapter 12 said. But the, the highest order of the saints, which is the man shall, is represented in the book of Revelation chapter 3 as those who overcame in the book of Laodicea. Because the promise he gave to the church of Laodicea was what? So that he that overcome it will sit with me in my throne as I also overcame and I am saved with my father in his throne. So those are the overcomers that will be ruling along with those that overcome in the church of Tartara that he said I will give them on the rod they will rule the world with the rod of iron so those groups together will be categories of kings and priests unto God that will be ruling the world and they fall into that they form they fall into that category of the believers in the man's child now 
what are we preaching all of this for you for so that you can begin to aspire if you don't grow in your faith you will be like those that we have to prove your faith by being persecuted but if you grow up in Christ then you have a chance of growing higher in faith and be in the bounds of the believers that Christ will protect and if you go higher than that you will be in the first fruits or how do you grow that is being yielded to Christ submissiveness to the Holy Ghost so that you surrender to him in all things and that is what Christ is asking from you be completely submissive to the Holy Ghost and to Christ and if you that listen to me you are not even born again bow your heart Jesus Christ to come into your heart right now and I will pray for you Father I pray for those that are listening touch them let them be born again let them give their life to Jesus Christ and you believer that is, being, that is listening to me I want you to begin to aspire unto the goal of overcomers grow spiritually ask Jesus Christ for more and the Lord will minister to you himself as you ask I ask pray that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come upon the world at the end of the world especially and that you may stand before the son of man you have to pray for that and as you pray Christ will answer you by bringing you up higher if you I want you to write to us so that we can send you some more literature. Write to the Gospel Distribution Ministry. Write to the Gospel Distribution Ministry for service box 71027, Phoenix, Arizona 85050, USA. On the internet, our web address is gospeldistribution.org. www.gospeldistribution.org. You can send us email and we shall send you some more literature. Send email to the webmaster at gospeldistribution.org webmaster at gospeldistribution.org God bless you and tune us again next time Jesus is coming soon aspire to arrive at the goal of the overcomers God bless you